Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's OMF on EEI. All right, back here on OMF, we have talked an awful lot about this COVID stuff. It has taken over our lives. Uh, We haven't spent as much time talking about it on the uh, college circuit, where there have been a lot of positive tests. Of course, colleges have 90, 100 players on the roster, so they can kind of get around it. Over in Boston College, there have been zero cases so Mm. far, and we thought it would be a great idea to talk with the first-year coach, Jeff Hafley, who joins us right now on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Jeff, welcome to Boston. Hey, guys, how you doing? Thanks Terrific. for having me on. Coach, so what are you guys doing right over there? Because we talk about this every single day. Colleges have been hit a lot worse than the pros have. And correct me if I'm wrong, you have had zero positive tests. Yeah, so far we've had zero tests. Um, you know, it's hard to believe. I mean, especially with all the students back on campus and our guys living in the dorms and walking around and, really just being with the everyday population we're, we're really not a bubble anymore it, it's just a credit to our players um you know just sacrificing for one another respecting one another wearing their masks washing their hands not going out not going into other people's rooms and just doing everything they can to stay safe it, it really is amazing so well, coach i i remember you know even being in college i had my baseball buddies kids i play with but i had another group of buddies that, that weren't athletes right around the baseball team so what kind of is that? What are you telling your players and saying? Listen, you might have some friends outside of this team, but stay away from certain groups just to kind of minimize the risk. Like, are you telling guys to just sort of stick with their teammates? How's that working? You know, I'm not, I'm not giving them really any restrictions and forcing them to do anything. I'm just telling them to be smart. You know, if you have a girlfriend, I respect that and I get that. But you gotta you gotta know where your girlfriend's been and who she's been around with, and, and she's got to be smart, just like. Like you said, if you got a buddy on the baseball team, you got to be smart. And you're not just putting yourself in jeopardy. And I keep saying, you know, if, if you go out and you're selfish and you're not just worried about yourself, you're talking about putting some of our seniors in jeopardy. And if you don't want to be here, I'm good with you. Go and come back next year. I'll have your scholarship, and I won't judge you. But if everybody's going to stick together and we all want to do this, then we're going to have to sacrifice. And, you know, for the most part, our guys have been incredible. I'm actually amazed, Coach, that you guys have zero. I think that it's a testament to you and, the, you know, I guess the fear that you're instilling in the players because <laughs> we're seeing what the league, the NFL, is doing to some of these you know, NFL players and I'm going to fine you, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, suspend you. I mean, what's the most important thing that you've told them to get them to listen? Is it just, you know, uh, you know, love your teammate, respect them, or is it are there some sort of repercussions involved if they don't do the right thing? No, there, there really aren't any repercussions. And I know that sounds crazy, but it, it's literally ask all the seniors to stand up and have all the young guys look at them and say, 
guys, if you go out or you don't have your mask on or you hang out with the wrong people, then you're putting their whole senior year, which they've worked so hard for, in jeopardy. And, again, if you want to go out, just come into my office and tell me. And if this is too hard, just come into my office and tell me. And you don't have to be here this year. And the guys have just bought in. And it, like I said, from the protocols we have to the medical people, it is. It's all phenomenal. I get that. But it comes down to these kids, and they have to get a lot of credit. We're talking to Jeff Halfley, the coach over at Boston College. So you talked about what you say to the kids. Stay out of contact outside the football field. The one thing we're finding out, we start in the pros, is 20 members of the Tennessee organization, quite a few of them players, ended up contracting the virus, and yet the team they played on the field, the Minnesota Vikings, had zero. So do you change anything with practice on the field, or do you feel pretty comfortable right now when you get in a game, and even in the trenches with an offensive and defensive lines, that you're pretty safe there? We do feel safe in the game because we test so often. We test the night before the game. The teams we play have the same protocols, and then we're all in a hotel together. So once we get into that hotel, it does almost feel like we're in a bubble. And when we get into that stadium, it feels the same way, and you feel safe in there. Um, In practice, we just have to be really careful. We have to spread out. We have to have our masks on if our helmets aren't on. And, you know, we, we, we trust it right now, and our guys seem like, you know, they feel really safe and they feel really comfortable. But but it is hard, and, and I'm sure there will be a time two or three weeks from now where we'll be dealing with it just like everybody else is. You know, Coach, I know we talked to you early in the year, and I forget what your answer was. I think we asked you if you had any players opting out, you know, before the year started. I, w- I wasn't sure, but, you know, if you did, I don't know if you're still in contact with some of those kids. Maybe do they regret that decision? You know, we really haven't had many um, at all. I, I can't even tell you if we've had one guy who's opted out. So I really haven't had to go down that road yet, truthfully. So what about parents? Because, you know, you're dealing with 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. Well, I'm sure you might have heard some concerns about playing this season. Have, have those concerns sort of gone away, given how they've seen you handle it? They have. And, you know, truthfully, I've also asked help from the parents. Um, talk to your sons. You know, I could really use you. I could use all the help we can get. You know, after a victory, please tell them to, tell them to hang out with their buddies and the guys on the team, but, but please stay home and be careful because uh, I can't do it myself. It's us. It's the staff. It's the medical people. But I've also asked the parents to kind of jump in and help and just keep that constant reminder, and they've been great so far. Um, haven't had any calls that people feel unsafe, and, you know, I guess we've just been really fortunate thus far. You know what, you know, Coach, one of the rules when I first took this job here was that we weren't allowed to talk about college football or college <laughs> sports, period. So, because it's a pro, it's more of a pro town. So, I'm looking at the BC program and looking at you, and I'm like, wow, this guy's got a lot of energy. Team seems to be rallying around you. You're saying all the right things, and you're doing all the right things. What is it going to take for Boston College football to be part of the big four that exist here in Boston. How are you going to get more eyeballs and more attention and people taking your program seriously? Well, I think, I think you saw a glimpse of it. When we play a top 10 team at home, you know, hopefully next time people can actually come to the game and see us play live. We got to play well and we have to win those games and, and we will, you know, we're going to get better and I think it will be hard this year and we'll have our ups and downs, but I'm going to bring the energy. I'm going to coach these kids at a high level. Our staff's going to do the same. We're going to bring in some really good recruits. I think you're seeing it now with our quarterback. He's got a chance to be really special, and we got to win games. And I do believe if we win, people will start talking about us. So it's my job to make sure that we do that.
Jeff Halfley from Boston College, the uh, first-year coach, is joining us right now. The quarterback, obviously, got the waiver out of Notre Dame, immediate eligibility. So to build the program, there have been some good players over at Boston College over the years. You see them littered around the uh, NFL right now. Uh, You were with the program in Ohio State that probably didn't have a difficult time recruiting. Is that going to determine how successful you become here, Jeff, is whether you can get those top-notch players to come to Chestnut Hill. Yeah, I think recruiting is going to be huge, and I think you nailed it. But it's not going to just be the top-notch kids, and that's where I think so many schools make mistakes. If you look at some of these schools that should be ranked one through five and all of a sudden they're losing, it's because they're just trusting stars in rankings. Like, let's watch the film, and let's see what fits with us, and let's talk to these kids and get tough kids who love football, and then let's coach them hard and develop them. And by the time these kids are seniors, they need to be better than Clemson's freshmen. And if we have the right quarterback and the right system and the right coaches and we develop them, I do believe we can win here. Hey, Coach, you lost, as you pointed out, a tough game on Saturday against UNC. It was a good game to watch. Um, big topic around here with the Patriots is moral victory Mondays. Do you believe in moral victories <laughs> playing a team like that that tough? No, I, I don't believe in moral victories. I don't. Good. And Good. I'm still mad. I'm still, truthfully, I'm mad we lost. And I've gotten so many awesome texts from so many BC people and friends that, great job, you came close to beating the top 9, 10 team, whatever it was. And no, I'm still pissed about it, truthfully. Um, so I don't sit there in front of the team and say, hey, great job, guys, moral victory. I show them 20 clips on why we should have beaten them. And when we work the practice, we have to correct those things. And I have to get better because there's some mistakes I made in the game that – could have cost us the game or did cost us the game. And I'll tell that to the team. But, no, this process needs to be right. We need to get better, and I'm not going to make excuses and hand out moral victories. I'm proud of the way the guys played, trust me. Our kids fought hard. They didn't give up. We were down. We battled. And, shoot, we almost won that game at the end. But by no means are we sitting there Monday morning all happy about it. Hey, uh, you mentioned you got some texts from some people. I wonder how many texts did you get? Um, because I, I I thought it was awesome, and I absolutely loved it. I didn't like the injury, right? Hunter Long's lying on the ground. Did you realize that you were mic'd? It seemed like you were mic'd, because you're screaming at the UNC sideline because they were cheering while your all-American tight end is lying on the ground. You must have got some response from that one, because I thought it was a beautiful moment. Well, I didn't know I was mic'd. Like, I totally <laughs> got caught up in the moment, right? Like, yeah. when I coach, I go to this dark place and just go – um, here's what I saw. I, I saw a great hit. I mean, great hit by the safety, good breakup. I respect that. So I go out, and Hunter's got the wind knocked at him or maybe a broken rib, whatever it was at the time, and, and I hear them cheering. And, you know, good. But then they kept cheering, and that doesn't work well with me. And I promised our team I'd have their back, and I will have their back. And maybe I was too loud, and maybe people didn't like what I had to say, but I don't care. I have our players back. I thought that was, you know what, I rallied the team together. I told them what I thought about that, and we brought a little bit extra juice after that. I don't think anybody did like that. That was awesome. Can you send me some transfer uh, portal information for uh, kids who want to transfer to your school? (laughs) (laughs) They got a good tight end. Oh, He he may be on his way out. Tampering. Tampering. (laughs) Too soon? Too soon. Coach, um... You know, uh, you know, we talked to all these coaches, all the pro team coaches, um, and they all have a relationship with Bill. I'm curious if Bill has reached out to you. Have you had an opportunity to talk to him? Uh, maybe I know you couldn't physically be at, at practice this year. I'm curious to know if, uh, if you guys have made contact and at least uh, kind of chatted on the phone. 
I have not yet. I, I know Coach a little bit through my time in the NFL. You know, I was there for seven years, and we actually went and practiced with him a little bit. And I know his son very well, Steven. So I have a good relationship with Steven. And we had planned on getting our staff together in the spring and heading over there. And I know Josh really well, too. I've had good conversations with him. And, you know, I'm sure in a non-COVID world, I would have had a chance to get over there and talk more. Hey, Coach, uh, Christian over here played with Mike Vrabel when he's with the Patriots. So my question is, is his kid as big of a wise-ass as Mike is? In a good way, but still. His kid's awesome. He's got a great personality. He's tough. He's fun. I'm sure he is off the field, you know, when he's with the guys. I could definitely get that, and I actually hope he is because I like that about him. But he hasn't been with me. But Coach Vrabel's been awesome. He's a guy that's reached out, lended his support, and just a great family. Yeah, I feel like you got a lot of – I don't want to call them famous people. That's a tour, right? Yeah, you got a lot of like how many? How many of these? Because uh, I feel like you know your college world is so different than pros because the parents are always butting in. I mean, so I'm assuming you know Tessator, Vrabel, are you all know, butting in. You know, and, well, I'm not. No, I don't know if they are or not, but I mean, are they? <laughs> no, they, no. The parents actually been really good. Um, I, surprisingly, I've only been back in college now for two years, and I haven't had many parents call me. Um, so maybe they just don't like me, or maybe they don't want to hear from me. But no one calls me. So you go I to that dark so place. Maybe go to they're that afraid dark, of that, go dark, to that place. dark place, coach. I like that. <laughs> you know dark what? Place. On, on game day, I do. You know, sometimes I look at myself on the TV copy. I'm like, man, what am I doing here? <laughs> Wait, do you have a do you have a get back coach? A guy that grabs you if you jump on the field? Do you have one of those guys? No, I you will never get one of ever have a get back. If you if you guys ever see me with a get back coach, please call me and yell at. <laughs> Who is the guy that literally is grabbed by his belt? I I think it's the dude out of, uh, I can't remember what school it is, but there's a guy that has like a belt and his get-back coach literally has like a lasso and pulls him (laughs) off the field because he can't control himself. Yeah, like I said, if you guys ever see me have a guy walking next to me either carrying my headset or telling me to get back, call me up and just make fun of me for the whole show. Oh, yeah, Brent Venables. It's the Clemson coach. I knew I remembered it from something. That guy's nuts. Talking about, yeah. talking about Clemson, uh, Jeff, I got one more question. And, and you've been in both the pro and the college game, and we're seeing the emergence of young quarterbacks, at least some of them, get quickly developed into the pro game. And you had to play at Ohio State. You had to go against Trevor Lawrence last year in the, uh, in the playoffs. Why do you think that's happening so quickly? I think there's jump? a need for them, right? I think, I think what you're seeing is a lot of the guys that we've kind of grown up with, um, you know, they're getting a little bit older, and the next wave has to come. And there hasn't been the, you know, those guys have played so much where a lot of other young guys haven't. And now there's openings and they need these young guys to come in and play. Mm. All right, Jeff, good stuff. And uh, continued success both on the field and off the field with the uh, COVID. BC has Pittsburgh this week at home Saturday at 3.30. And we'll have it right here on WEEI. Good luck, And, and by the way, uh, remind, remind your quarterback that Boston's the city of champions, not Pittsburgh. Yeah, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Look, I told him. Is he I out of his mind? That he's going to learn real quick. Trust oh, me. yeah. I, I got him on that one on the field today. I mean, I like him a lot, you know what I mean? But those kind of comments, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I agree. I'm with you. <laughs> Teach him well, Jeff. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. That is that is Coach Jeff Halfley from Boston College. They are two and one on the season, and as we had mentioned, a tough loss against North Carolina. That's just like interviewing Bill. Oh, it's, just not, it's <laughs> totally the same. It's just, it, was, it was so easy. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Why can't it be that easy? Well, why don't you ask the same questions? Just take a train. Oh, yeah. We could. Jed, and then throw them out to Bill. You know Maybe what? it was your questions. Maybe your questions were better. The text line loves Jeff Halfley, by the way. They oh, love him. The guy's great. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, I sat that, down on Saturday. I did. I watched, I watched that, that game. UNC game. I it was did the too. first 
First game I watched in Boston College, I, it, I can How many remember. years, low? I, I don't know how many <laughs> ever? years. Ever? Maybe ever. Doug Flutie? I've got like some BC alumni, and they got the game on sometimes. But yeah. the first game, I actually sat down and chose to watch it. So I you know, you know, you know, you know what look is what look am I giving you right now, Lou? Because Glenn can't see it. I see love in your eyes. Uh, frustration. It's regret. Regret. Oh, why? I see some love. What's your regret? It's regret. I told you. Oh, I love that. I love Tyrone the dark place. Radio, it's That's Stanford. a good dude. All right, six one seven. Six one seven seven. We know what you're talking about. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.